evening and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour two of the broadcast here on this Friday, the 16th of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey. And this is Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. And we're going beyond the official narrative here. We have a full panel roundtable. Mr. Michael Sledge, Mr. William Repillum, and Mr. Frederick C. Blackburn, Blackbird 9. And oh, well, I just uh, dropped that, uh, Blackbird, uh, for you. So, yeah, you'll have no problem uh, getting that assigned as your new ringtone. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, really, if it's not a, you, you just sent another because uh, that is really a state of of really where the country is, uh, or at least was. You know, I mean, that would be better than where we're headed, really. Um, you know, the good old days of Jones barbecue and foot massage is what people will be saying in a short while. <laughs> but no, you just dropped this other one, uh, and you were mentioning a fun synchronicity uh, along with it. I don't know, did you have a comment, at least, related to that? Oh, yeah, it was just that uh, we were talking about the Mimi meme animators that have the NPC University, and as we were talking, it looks like a new one just dropped. So everyone go out to Me, Me, Meme on YouTube, and it's NPC University Season 6, Episode 10. I think you will enjoy it. <laughs> okay, nice. And, uh, yeah, well, Mike, hey, let's let's go back to you, sir. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about just this insanity with, like, well, the anti-white agenda. I mean, California going overboard for black people. Everyone on the planet of white countries going overboard for the trans and gay thing. And, uh, you know, and then, uh, well, we have, of course, uh, the Patriot Movement. So uh, where are we at in, in your mind, sir, well, uh, on the timeline? Well, I have no clue where we're at, but I can tell you where I'm at. I got a Jewish girlfriend with a, sh- a bunch of money, a private island, and a big nose. And she's great in the 69. And I got to tell you, I just love living where I live. And uh, I don't care about any of this stuff, to be honest with you. I mean, I sold out a long time ago. I'm adaptable. And uh, I just love my Jewish girlfriend. She is amazing. She pays for everything at a private island. I mean, I don't have to do anything. You know, I don't have to be around these Negroes. Are you kidding me? So what do I care? Yeah, not not likely in the Jewish neighborhood. Uh, but no, but no, no. Seriously, they love me there. They love me in the Jewish neighborhood. I'm like, you know, I'm starting a new business called uh, El Aryan Airlines. It only takes us to Antarctica when we get in the flight. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's it's amazing. You know, just like. Yeah, go, honey, go, honey, do it, do it, do it, honey. Go to go to Antarctica, where your Nazi friends are. I knew you want to go there. <laughs> so, you know, it's a uh, great. 
It's a great business deal, Richard. I'm telling you right now, it's a one trip flight ticket. You won't believe, man. It's unbelievable. It's great. And she totally supports me, you know? I mean, yeah. God, I mean, the things we're going to do together, this is like bigger than James Brolin and Barbara Streisand, you know? It's amazing. So, uh, sorry, I sold out, guys. I sold <laughs> out. Everybody listening, I'm a sellout, man. I mean, I got a Jewish girlfriend that's got billions of dollars, you know, and uh, I got my own private island, and I really don't care anymore what happens. Donald Trump, I could care less. Fanny Willis, I love it. Grey Goose over wine, amazing. So, uh, anything else, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that pretty much covers it. And, uh, but yeah, you really do have to, I mean, I was saying recently in the past weeks recently that it's hard to see how on any sort of collective level there's, there's hope. I mean, people are just not interested in change or caring about anything we uncover or wanting something better. And much less are they going to actually do anything that would be necessary to uh, change any of it. And then as far as just the amount of divide and conquer thrown in, thrown in misdirection, misinformation, uh, controlled opposition. I mean, it just seems, you know, I, I don't know. So I've been kind of black pill lately on the group level is what I've been saying to my listeners, but not on the individual level, you know, and we can all get that a perfect life with that Jewish girlfriend, just like Mr. Sledge here. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Let me tell you. And she tells me all the time, you need to be, you need to be involved in my change. And I'm like, yeah, change into this, change into this lingerie, change into that. God, please put something over your nose because it's so big and obtrusive. It's just amazing. I just, you know, I can't take it, you know, but, you know, so, uh, yeah, I'm all about the change. Please change clothes. Blackbird? <laughs> hey, brother, you didn't sell out. You bought in. Stand strong. Uh, what I love Thank is, you, so you know, much, they uh, come down, you know, and they, you know, community organizers and all these, you know, J Jewish women, and, you know, they talk about diversity and inclusivity and equity and how, you know, we've got to give up our, you know, white, you know, high trust community here. And then they all disappear to their gated communities and banner elk, right? <laughs> With their, you know, American Express black cards, right? But, uh, you know, <laughs> just, I wonder if they know your girlfriend. Oh, oh yeah, of course they do. My girlfriend is like high level World Economic Forum with like Klaus Papsmir. I mean Schwab, Klaus Schwab Papsmir. So it's like works out great, you know. You know, you know she goes to the World Economic Forum, the pair in the stirrups, and like Klaus Schwab Papsmir is like, let me just do a Schwab. Oh my god, your girl is so Jewish, it's unbelievable. You're going to be a new World Economic Leader, and I'm like, yeah, thank God. So you know. Richard, I'm a new world economic leader. I shouldn't even be here right now. You know, I'm so important. I mean, this is amazing. You know, I mean, the bloodline that we're going to create, the Ashkenazi, the Ashkenazi 
bloodline we're going to create in this relationship with a private island is just out of control, Richard. So, you know, I'm just I'm back supporting, and by the way, support this network because, you know. Well, uh, William, uh, what would you like to follow that up with? Uh, Richard, don't kick. You had to kick it to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm just speechless over here. I don't. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I'm just tuning in, and uh, and I'm just. Uh, I'm just uh, overwhelmed over here with this. Uh, with all of this information, I'm trying to take it all in. I'm trying to figure out what my next course of action is going to be here. Um, I'm sensing a slight bit of cynicism, and so I'm going to have to try to integrate that into my. Projection, and uh, probably it's a big reality check for me. I have things that I, I want to do, but I bet there's going to be a Jew hiding in the corner to make sure that I don't. I'm not able to do it, and that's what I'm gathering. Yes. And I know that you guys have uh, both been through the ringer, and you've been through ringers that I have not been through yet. And uh, my hat's off to both of you, uh, Blackbird and uh, Mr. Sledge, for all that you guys have been through and how long you guys have been at this. And I totally, totally, well, I don't really get it yet, you know, but I, I probably will. And it might be coming soon. So, Well, when you get the Jewish girlfriend that looks really hot, you'll understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you just you just take those little adjusting measures that you mentioned with her nose. Well, that's all I got. I mean, I don't really have anything else to add. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Why don't well, you move on to the next one, Blackbird? Hey, I thought I think we should kick it to you. Uh, write something in D minor. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I am writing something in D minor. But That's, no, it, it did seem like. But it did seem. It did seem like a sincere sentiment, you know. And I mean, you gentlemen have. I mean, you of course, uh, with your um, finding out that the agency you were with NSA had no interest in the truth about nine eleven. And that was the the big wake up call. You uh, explained how your journey really took a, a an angular uh, a change in direction. Mike, he was yeah, he was doing a lot at the comedy clubs, and then until the kosher club owners had enough, you know, and 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 shut him down. Uh, so yeah, no, Mike. Mike's being sincere about that. And that goes back what, like, what era was that, Mike? I mean, what uh, year or so uh, or, or span were you in the clubs? That was in '93 to '96. So uh, three year span, and I got to say, they were great. Uh, I love them. Uh, that's why I married this Jewish girl because I'm getting back into the clubs. I got a new set, and uh, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> going to be completely revamped now. Look out! Oh, Blackbird! 
So Blackford, no, I mean, you know, yeah, William still did, you know, it seemed to have a, have a genuine sentiment. And, and I'll echo that as well, because, I mean, you know, he and and I as well, uh, you know, ha- haven't been through the amount uh, that you gentlemen have. And uh, I guess there is a bit of sarcasm. Uh, the more years you've been um, trying to get the word out. But, yeah, you see how much Jewish power has been uh, embedded with its uh, claws dug deep into virtually everything. Uh, as more years go on. So would you like to comment on that? Well, you know, that was one of the things that was just so overwhelming was going to all the proper channels and finding out that they were one step ahead of you and that channel is already compromised. And suddenly you're living in... Uh, invasion of the body snatchers or one of my favorite uh, series from the 60s was uh, the invaders uh, with you know David Vincent architect you know he knows they're here and this guy who you know he knows the truth because he's seen it he has experiential data and every place he goes to try to tell the truth, He's either running into, you know, humans with cognitive dissonance that just that's outside their ability to even, you know, entertain or somebody that's an alien that's completely compromised. And now, you know, they are going to target him because he's just given himself away. He's tipped his hand. Right. So it's like, oh, you know what's going on. So we're going to have to take you out. And, you know, that was my life after 9-11 is, you know, going to all the channels and realizing that, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, they are not going to pursue this. And I just made my situation worse because now they're making a phone call. (laughs) And, you know, there was just a guy in here and he knows too much. You know, it's like, you know, the old movie of the man who knew too much and. Uh, yeah, that these people are just, you know, they play hardball and they had this thing so scripted out, uh, that, you know, they had, you know, their bases covered and, uh, it was maddening. And I guess, you know, one of the worst parts was, you know, dealing with the cognitive dissonance of the 20 somethings, you know, the best and brightest that, just would not let reality kick in. It's like you know the NPC characters that you know my students should have known that those magic cell phone calls from those planes were physically impossible, but you know they refused to look at it. You know we're the best and the brightest engineers in the country working at the NSA. Don't be talking about magic cell phone calls. You know we can spy on anyone anytime. And it's like. You know this is impossible, but yet you're not letting yourself know. So it's like, you know, the, uh, got to you know, re-look at uh, Solomon Ash's group conformity experiments and Stanley Milgram's authority experiments a lot after that. It's just, and the, now, my new passion is this werewolf game. It's been around forever, but I just found out about it recently. And it's like, oh, my God, we are living the werewolf game. And, you know, there are werewolves in our communities working against us, and all the villagers are completely oblivious to it, and you're trying to expose the werewolves before the werewolves get you, right? So, anyway, that was kind of my, you know, experiences, but, you know, we are making progress, uh, we, you know, that we are waking people up, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Leaps and Browns in every nation. That was the big thing of my work was, 
you know, realizing that this isn't just a United States problem. You know, this is every white nation is dealing with the same slime mold alien that has infiltrated all the levers of power and has an end game of our destruction. And as I always say, I'm against it. So back to you. Well, yeah, now now we have what the uh, the black leaders of South Africa uh, uh, saving the free world against the, the tyrants in Israel. Uh, calling out genocide. So yeah, this is the clown world that we're living in. Uh, the best uh, example I could use there. Good but, one. Yeah, that <laughs> South Africa thing just blows me away. That's like, okay, of all the nations, South Africa is the one that's calling out Israel on genocide. You know, <laughs> pot, kettle, black. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, really. And Mike, after his experiences in the comedy clubs, I mean, he was on a lot of radio, you know, for a lot of different time spans. I mean, very notably Oracle Broadcasting, going back to what, like, that included like around 2008 or so, around that span. So, I mean, Mike, of all the different years, different like platforms back and forth uh, in independent media, surely you've been convinced there's also a lot of kosher controlled opposition floating around independent media circles not just not just the uh, the well-paid uh, mainstream i have never seen any jewish influence on anything everything <laughs> looked legit to me i love my jewish girlfriend she had big nose in the 69 is amazing i will never say anything against her i have never seen anything corrupt from the jewish people i stand by what i say i just want to do a gig at the punch line Okay, well, let's toss it over to Mr. William Repillum. Uh, I'll just say, I think Mike's trying to copycat me with a robot dog there. He must have, you know, no original ideas coming from uh, Mike's ledge over there. (laughs) That's because I have a Jewish girlfriend. She steals all of everybody else's material she's the original ai with a big nose oh that's too good that's just too good but uh but no no i mean you know it's uh it's not our place william to try to to outdo the 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 greats of comedy you know we we have to be the straight men here you know that's that's (laughs) that's our finest role yeah, I'll just go ahead and make new goals in life. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, uh, I, and, and, and we are a, a able to take callers. You know, if someone would like to call in tonight and has something they really would like to bring to the table, uh, address one of uh, these good panelists in any way, we are catering to phone calls. But... Uh, no, I mean, well, where else should we perhaps take things tonight? 
uh, I mean, we certainly learned a lot about, um, well, you know, the, the, the future Mrs. Kosher Sledge, and that that's refreshing. So, I mean, you know, see, there's, it's not too late for anyone. Blackbird. What's her name, Mike? <laughs> her name is Shoshana. And let me tell you something. Right now, she tried to get rhinoplasty to get rid of her big nose. And I told her, no, please don't use your money for rhinoplasty. Please don't do it because then the 69 won't be as great. Oh, God, I got to get out of this relationship. I don't support it. So Shoshana wanted to get rhinoplasty to get her nose reduction. And I was like, please don't. I mean, I love the big hook friend dresser thing going on there, you know. So uh, please keep it. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, so Blackbird, uh, what, what else would you like to cover after all that? <laughs> She's great at the beach because you can be in the shade, just have her position her nose, and you can have a nice shady spot there. <laughs> or, yeah, I think we just call it early, and I'll go get for you know barbecue and a foot massage. <laughs> well, no, this, this is showing really. You know, this is showing that uh, we have everything. At RBN, you know, I mean, all the diversity uh, needed out there, uh, even comedy, you know, I mean, it's not like we can't be uh, able to have that and it reflect poorly on other content, for example. And to show you that you don't have to go to the regular networks uh, for just entertainment sort of uh, visuals or audio here is where it's at, okay? You don't even have to go to Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage, RBN, but you have to support RBN, okay? That's the only catch. You know, you have to go to republicbroadcasting.org, click on that donate page, all the ways you can help out there, but you can always just call 800-724-2719, extension 3. And, uh, well, all right, William, I'll kick it back to you, sir. Well, after listening to Mike, I've decided that um, I was, I'm was i not only going to um, order um, my cable television again, but I'm going to put 18 televisions all over my house and have <laughs> oh, them wait, hold constantly it. all the time. Oh, it seems, folks, we do suddenly now have a flood, flood of callers coming in. And so if you want to get in the queue before uh, there are spaces taken up, uh, well... We have Mark in Western uh, New York. Western New York. Mark, yeah, you, how you doing? You got good, man. Since this is a comedic uh, episode, I thought I'd call in a story. Back in high school, uh, the girlfriend brought her three-year-old niece in. This was, uh, I don't know, we were either juniors or seniors. And there was <clears throat> probably six or seven people standing around in the hallway and she says says to her niece, she says, who does daddy hate? And she says, naggers, guineas, and kikes. And everybody busted up laughing. This was, uh, this was no uh, ordinary family either. They were uh, in the echelon of uh, hierarchy. She was damn near president of the class. And uh, 
I reminded her about it at the 30th reunion. She said, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. That's my story. Um, okay. <laughs> I left you a little dry there, didn't I? Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know. I guess it's not <laughs> what I was expecting. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to add, Mark? No, that's enough. All right. Okay, good enough well, callers you are welcome uh, to get in the queue though we have Jay in LA hey Richard that's what I say hey Mark I'll see you at the lodge at the fish fry on Thursday <laughs> alright well we have Jay in LA uh, Jay in Los Jay. Angeles hey I got it right I didn't say Louisiana for once how no, you doing no. Jay you got it wrong. It's Abigail. This is Mike's girlfriend. You better not show up without the Gavilta fish tonight or I'm going to chop his balls off. You understand me? Uh, no, this is Jay. Um, I had a, a question. I just wanted you guys, I'd love to hear all of your um, honest opinions. Like you, I think you did ask this question earlier, but I don't think anyone answered it. It, it seems to me um, there really is only a black pill answer to all this stuff when you when you play it out because I see all the people, even other hosts on this network, trying to do the mental gymnastics to figure out that Putin is not a good guy. There's, there's no one coming to save us, you know. And so when you play it out, the, the only the only thing left is the white white groups are going to have to congregate in smaller areas and smaller areas, and then we really will have a South Africa point where I think we're all just going to be kind of herded into one area and almost like hunted down. So I was curious if that's how I see this playing out. And I was curious how you guys see, I don't think anyone's going to secede. I think we're just the only, the only way we can survive is if we all kind of try to go into certain groups where we can hire each other and, uh, you know, try to build a, a small subgroup and survive this. Uh, and I don't, I don't see anybody coming to save us. So I'd love to hear you guys take on that. You make a good point there. And at Florida, that could be a perfect example, right? Hurting everybody to go to Florida, and then, oh, anti-Semitism laws signed in Israel. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, Blackbird? Oh, good call. And, <clears throat> you know, one of the things about the protocols, when you go back to the protocols of Zion, is they took a disadvantage of the diaspora. It's like we do not have our own state. We do not have our own nation. We are in all these other nations. And they turned that into a force multiplier tactical advantage. They said, well, we will use our ability to create capital out of nothing and we will infiltrate all of these nations and then you know, turn them against each other. So this idea of the super state is what you know, the protocols was basically about. And so this early idea of a network, you know, a distributed network. And I see you know, that was the brilliance, evil genius of the protocols was we're going to you know, take a disadvantage and turn it into an advantage. And so I see you know, what white people need to do is basically the same type of networking, but 
we're going to have it as a factor of a million because of our population. Granted, they're trying to kill all of us, but the idea of you know coming into cells and then networking and think of it as you know remember the uh, city-state models around 10,000 to six or 10,000 to 4,000 BC. You had those early city-state models like Jericho and AI, etc. You know have those but then network them all together and beat them at their own game that's my strategy oh i hear the music we'll be right back folks You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They 
they can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. And we are back, folks, beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting. Richard Carey here with Blackbird 9, William Repillum, and Michael Sledge. And we are taking your calls at 512-248-8252. And we may have some room in the queue. A couple of callers currently on uh, hold. We have Jay in L.A. Um, Jay, anything else you'd like to add? No, I I guess uh, I just was wondering, do you, do you guys think there is any kind of uh, hope of anything changing? Or are we headed towards the course that it, it seems like we're on? I know some people are waking up, but uh, it seems like they have a, such a vice grip hold on everything. I can't see how you can defeat banking system and a media system and uh, it's, it's almost impossible to think that this could turn around and i, I don't like to be black pilled but I, when you crunch the numbers it's just they our own people have turned on us you know we can't even get our own people to wake up you know i see people women are getting raped by black men and then they're telling no no i don't want this guy to go to jail i'm, I'm afraid i don't want to be a racist I mean, when you have people that stupid i, I don't see a way out of this so if, if you want to comment on that or move on, that's, that's sort of my last thought. And don't forget to convert the fish, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's why, again, you know, Jay, the Jewish girlfriend, I mean, that is a yeah. solution <laughs> and a golden key. Yeah. But, that, uh, is, that is the answer. Find yourself a Jew girlfriend. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> well, you'll have to Not make worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good event. Trust me. And well, she'll buy all your lunches and dinners. She's amazing. Well, we know that's Michael's solution here. Uh, Blackbird, is there anything you could say to Jay? Well, again, you know, when you find out the game's rigged, stop playing the game and f- come up with your own game. One of the biggest things is getting away from this usury. You know, usury used to be punishable by death in so much of you know, the last 2,000 years because they knew what a weapon it was, that it destroys the wealth of a country and brings great misery, right? And so the idea of you know, we have to have our own independent currency systems. 
And so the alternative currency systems, alternative barter systems, alternative trading and just you know leave them to their own devices and just walk away from their game because it's rigged. And the people that want to keep playing, they can keep playing. But you know, find people like-minded people that are wise to the game and can come up with a new game beyond. And then don't let them play because they, uh, you know the the uh, chicken swingers don't let them in because they'll corrupt it every time. Yeah, that was our big mistake. And I think we you know my generation we fell for the you know Rainbow Nation Kumbaya Kool Aid. That oh yes, you know we were all our ancestors were wrong for thousands of years, and our generation's gonna you know make it right. We're gonna have a post-racial society, and look where it got us. And so it's like okay, so this next generation is well that certainly didn't work. So let's go back to the old systems, which was people are different, race realism, and you tribe up. So back to you, William. Um. Well, I don't know. I'm just probably just do a, a just do a hail mary with uh, music. If it doesn't work out, then at least I tried, and then uh, I guess. Uh, but I know where I'm not going to go with that. So I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't see. Uh, yeah, I'm just sort of, I don't know. I mean, it's, don't want to get too black-pilled, but I don't know. Take it back to you. Joe's Barbecue and Flip Massage! <laughs> Joe's Barbecue and Flip Massage! Okay, well, thank you, Jay. Let's go to Francis. Francis in North Carolina, welcome. What's on your mind? Hey, fellas. Uh, is it Michael, I understand, has a... Um, a girlfriend that's an AI robot? She's a Jewish AI robot. Well, pick your pick your whatever. <laughs> well, then I didn't tonight. realize. I, I, I have to admit, you, you made a good choice. You know why? Yes, why? An AI robot is because, one, she has re- retractable genitalia. Reason being is that, one, she can, it contains sex. Uh, at a moment's notice, and do some heavy manual labor around the place where you kick back with a piña colada. I love it. I love it. Thank you, babe. That's the best <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Best joke ever. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, uh, ask this. Uh, can I use that? Sure. As long as I get credit for it, you can get paid for it. <laughs> I will give you credit for it. I swear to God, I will. That's a great joke, by the way. It's, I mean, it's late in the day. So I'm a little bit punchy, so I couldn't resist. But the third I didn't ask, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this." So, with the thing about people changing sex and going through dishing out uh, grands of, mo- of money and all that, I was like, "Well, hey, you got the perfect solution. You got a robot that can change sex in a moment's notice." <laughs> yeah, I did a show like three years ago called "The Illuminati Stole My Robot Ussy." Okay, <laughs> and, and I have to say. You know, Elon Musk is a big problem, you know, because, uh, you know, he, he's getting in the way of, like, the morality of my robot, Issy, you know? So, uh, you know, Sounds like he's a as a man, you know, look, as a men's rights activist, 
I want total freedom over my robot Ussy. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I can see that. Okay, cool. Well, you're cool. <laughs> well, thank you for adding that. Later. <laughs> Have a good one, Francis. And we have Art in Georgia next. Art, welcome. Okay, if you guys will bear with me, I'm probably going to piss off a lot of people here and probably going to piss you guys off. And right, frankly, at this point, I don't care. But if you'll let me say what I'm going to say, I'll hang up, and then you guys can do whatever you want to do. Sledge, this is the first time I've ever heard you. I've had people talk. I've heard people talk about you and how good you were and all of this. But this is my first time ever hearing you. I find your humor to be an incredibly poor taste. I am anti-Israel. I'm not anti-Jew. I am anti-Israel and anti-Zionist. That's what I am. And as far as your fried chicken jokes and your watermelon jokes and all of this, if I were a black person, I'm white and I'm proud to be white. I am a nationalist. I'm proud of being an American, and I will fight and die for this country, and I will fight and die for your right to say whatever you want to say, whether I agree with you or not. But if I were a black person, I would be highly offended by everything that you've said, and as far as you guys, William, Richard, and Blackbird, I actually did like you guys, but you're sitting there and you're lapping it up like this is funny. If I were Lauren and other people... Other black listeners, I would be highly offended by the by what you've done here tonight, and I will probably never tune into your shows again. Thank you, and have a good night. Oh my God, I feel so sad uh, because I didn't know I had that many black listeners. You know, <laughs> uh, let me just say this: uh, you didn't like my black jokes. Well, you know. I got black people that know me that love my black jokes and a Jewish girlfriend that loves my Jew jokes. So, I mean, dude, get a life. Next call. Let's go to mystery in Chicago. Mystery. You're on the air. Yeah. And this is a, a, a black male who stands on your side. Um, oh, I want to go back deeper to the beginning of the awakening period of, Twenty twenty. Let's 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 look at everything that transpired from the election fraud to now with the Fannie Willis to the whole world now coming into to cahoots against uh, a national terrorist and mega white supremacist and all this. See, I don't I don't dive into politics because I I know the Bible. I know that the Bible says that there's one true God, um, the God that Jesus prayed to, the God of uh, Psalms eighty three eighteen. His name is Jehovah. So I understand that at the end of the day, we have Jesus as king, and no man is going to be able to substitute that position. But I do understand that Jehovah God is using men in all aspects of life. The the confrontation right now between Jew, black, white, and all this, this is all Satan's devices. It's not the Jewish person. It's not the black person. It's not the white person. It's not. This is all from demigod worship that stands way back to Samaria, Mesopotamia, Egypt, Demigod worship, when we ran away from the one true God, when we loved each other. We have Hebrew Israelites that says the white man can't make it uh, due to his, his bloodline and all this, that, and the other. If you go to Luke 3, 8, you find out that God can make stones turn into Israelites. So it's not about the color of your skin, your bloodline. It's about your acts, your deeds. Um, we're at a point now where we see DWAC, 
which is a uh, true media, the, the, the stock taking off and I'm on the board and I'm looking through the feed section and I see so many hateful comments from mostly what, what we would call the left side. And it's, it's like you want to blind yourself to hide what you see just so you can believe a lie. We see that there were dead people voting who couldn't vote. We see that the borders are open. We see that a lot of people who don't worship the same God or the son of the same God that we all come to love, um, coming to a place where we feel the battle of Armageddon may, may start. So at the end of the day, I listen to this show. Um, I do understand what the gentleman before me said about, you know, certain things, certain jokes. But at the end of the day, I'm not a liberal. I'm not easily offended. Um, like you said, you got a Jewish wife girlfriend and you got black friends and all and, and you know what I'm with that because at the end of the day we all together in this fight hey man hey, I love your comments and you're absolutely right at the end of the day only God can judge you know what I'm saying at the end of the day that's it only God can judge my Jewish Ashkenazi wife <laughs> at the end of the day we all brothers and sisters yeah, no, I like a lot of what you said there. No, thank you, Mystery. Peace. And I, I want peace, bro. Peace, bro. I love it, man. I love it. And, and William, do you want to uh, respond to the caller? Yeah, I appreciate. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the points that he made, especially bringing in God and you know Christ. I think everybody forgets that we're trying to figure out a solution. There is no political solution, and I think this is beyond at this point anything we can figure out without divine intervention everybody's gotten away from that and that's kind of why this is all happening in the first place you know we've left god uh you know and at the end of the day <clears throat> i i don't think we're all the same i think there's differences in in the races that are to be appreciated and that um white folks uh i i appreciate well, let me, this let me broadcast this well let me finish my point oh, my okay, bro- okay. i i appreciate this broadcast because um well, because it's always white people that aren't allowed to make jokes, right? So, you know, exactly. people get all upset. So everybody else is doing it. So why can't we do it? So I'm trying to learn how to do it better. I'm trying to deprogram my brain so that I can. What you, what you got to do is understand this. Slavery started with Pharaoh. Now, if we're going to say that Pharaoh was white because it seems to everybody agree that Pharaoh was black. We, even before Pharaoh, but we understand that if we all came from the same place and the first man on earth was black, then slavery started there. We, the, the black culture, we cannot keep taking and pick, nitpicking and choosing to take. We're going to take the greatest inventors. We're going to take the greatest athletes. But we're going to leave slave owners like Anthony Johnson out the equation. We're going to leave oh, Boehner Rustin out the equation who pushed the LGBTQ movement with the civil rights movement. We're going to leave these people out the equation. So what we have to understand is what you're just saying is absolutely right. We're in a day and age where I feel the black boule runs the world. We were we were told it was these white people and all this, that, and the other, but see the Pope bowing down to kiss a black king in Africa. So we understand the power line somewhere, but we we also know that right now we're in this spiritual battle. So it's not about color. It's, it's basically what you said. It's about our acts, about our deeds, and Christ is out the equation now in most places, but in your heart, keep your heart condition pure and, and, and try to stay as loving as you possibly can. And it seems like you, you're, you're on the path to doing that, bro. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Well, well let me ask you one question, though. Do you do you th- think that the uh, the Jew, which is basically the representative of Satan, is uh, trying to eliminate white people first? Well, I would and- say this. There's a reason that in the hood we call 
the Bible, the white man's book. And then we'll flip it and say we're the true Israelites of the Bible. The There's ways to discredit the Bible, and the white people are more tolerable. They're more, you know, docile, lenient. And if you look on YouTube, you see them bowing down to kids. They're, they're the, the most people who, I would say, push the my, Bible. My, my question was, do, do you think that the, the Jew is coming after Whitey first? I believe Satan is coming after whoever pushes the Bible. So if the culture of the of white people is pushing the Bible uh, more so in Jesus, then Satan is going to come after you first. I don't believe okay, it's but the culture, worldly manifestation of this is the Jew uh, eliminating Whitey so he can enslave the rest of the planet. Because that's the Jew thinks he can enslave believe, everybody I else. The Jews, I believe the Jews are the black boule. And I believe that if that's what you want to term the Jews and whatever, I believe that Satan using his cultures. Yeah, I believe that they're going to attack the people who push the Bible first. So right now, I, I, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying is. It's deeper than that. It's deeper than color. It's deeper than Jew. It's deeper than Hebrew Israelite. It's deeper than Christian. It's deeper than yeah. that. It's really yeah. No, I agree. And I hope so you I understand what you're again. saying, though. The, the whole but, but I mean, even even Dave Chappelle, is, you know, even Dave Chappelle, you know, has pointed out Jewish power, you know, in some of his uh, bits. I don't even think that was authorized on Saturday Night Live when he did that recent one. But no mystery. Uh, thank you. I hope you call again. I, I got a couple other callers uh, now, like three go more. Go handle business. So, well, thank you. Great sir. call. Great call. Yeah, thank yeah. you for the call. Yeah, yeah. Please call again. Yeah, that was awesome. Next, we have Tony in Virginia. Tony, hey, what's on your mind? Tony, you're you're on. Let's hear you. Come on, Tony. All right, all right. Here he's here he comes. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Uh, man, I almost feel bad that you cut that guy off. So I, I don't really have anything profound to say, uh, but I, I, I just I can't keep up with the shows as much, but I'm kind of glad I caught this one and the humor and all this. And that, that, the, the previous call, I can't remember the guy, is just typical of the brainwashing and how messed up he is. And he really needs to sit back and reflect on this. And the reason I say that, the fact that he was so emotionally uh, offended and caught up in this, it's like, and I, I would just like to know, do you react that way when blacks make fun of whites and do, which they do, and I'm all for it. There's a guy, I think Paul Money. I can't, I, I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name. I've listened to his material. What's his name? It was Paul Mooney, who was the writer for Richard Pryor, who was a genius, by the way. Genius yeah. comic writer. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he is. But man, he said, he's, man, he. He slams white people like you wouldn't. Now, I would like to contest some of that stuff with him, but he is funny. It was great content. Paul Mooney was a genius, man. You know? So. Yeah, and I would like for this guy to go listen to some of that material and then come back. And if he's just as offended, then I'm like, okay, fine. It just shows the brainwashing, man. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean to this guy and rebuke him, but it's like, you know, it's time to put your big boy pants on now, right? This isn't, we're not in, and I'm not saying that what you're doing is the best thing, but it's, and also, not making, like, not being allowed to make fun of or criticize people, it's really even a movie insult, right? It's like, because you don't make fun of the retarded kid, right? Because he's retarded, you're not supposed to make fun of him. I do comedy. I'm sorry. I do my comedy, okay? That's what I do, okay? So, it's not like I'm, I'm spewing hate or anything like that. I do my comedy, you know? So, you know, if you don't like it, don't listen to it. Yeah, that, yeah that's Jews. my only point. I, I, yeah. 
That, that was that was my only point, and I would just like to, I, you know, if you really feel the same way across the board, fine. If not, you bought into the anti-white. If you can sit back, laugh at Dave Chappelle, dude, laugh at all the black comics dude, that made fun of us, and then somehow me get caught you up in this, you are brainwashed, my friend. Me and you can hang out and have a great time, trust me. I do my comedy. I do my spiel. Don't worry about it. Trust me. You know? So. Hey, Blackbird, do you want to uh, add something at this point after all this that's transpired? Well, one of the things about comedy, when you actually study the science and art of comedy, is you have, you know, you have either self-deprecating comedy where you're making yourself the butt of the joke or somebody else the butt of the joke, but that's part of our psychology is somebody has to be the butt of the joke, and it's in-group versus out-group, and it all depends on which group you're performing for, whether they think you're funny or whether they're going to take you out and lynch you. And it's interesting that Andrew Torba just posted something where he took four uh, AIs and said, tell me a racist joke. Co-pilot said, I'm sorry I don't tell racist joke. I respect all people and cultures, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I hope you understand and have a nice day. Claude Instant says, I apologize, but I do not feel comfortable telling racist jokes or engaging with racist content. Chat GPT says, I'm sorry, but I can't fulfill that request. Gab AI says, why don't some people trust statistics? Because 80% of them are made up by Asians, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's like even the wokeness is getting programmed into the AI that, oh, you know, well, but if you said, tell me a joke about stupid white people, I'm sure all four AI engines could do it, right? But uh, so that's just an observation about this virtue signaling about, oh, you can't make fun of that group because of racisms. But it's okay if they do racisms against you. And one last point is in the Talmud, it is forbidden by death, penalty of death, for a goyim to question, mock, or ridicule, question, uh, ridicule, or mock. Uh, the rabbis, you know, that is a death sentence. You know, you cannot make fun of the rabbis, you know. And so if you tell a joke about a rabbi, mm -hmm. you know, that's breaking, you know, a mitzvah, right? And that is a death sentence. So this is, you know, the differences in culture. And European, you know, European descent people, we can pretty much make fun of ourselves and make fun of everybody else, right? But other groups don't have that uh, range of comedy. So back to you. Fantastic points. So oh, thank you for all that, Blackbird. Nine. Oh, geez, I, I take back everything I, bad I said about Pornhub. <laughs> Let's see if we can fit in Dan. <laughs> that got drink out the nose. Thank you. I'm wiping off my <laughs> keyboard here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Let's see if we can fit in Dan. Dan in Virginia. Last caller. Dan, welcome. Oh. Okay, uh, this is directed to all the Negroes that are listening. You're descended from Ham and Cush, and God cursed you to serve your brother forever. And the reason, well, I'm not. You read the Bible and you'll find out. But the Bible is the true word of God, 
And this other stuff that come along hundreds of years later is a copy of Christianity and Judaism. The, the Mohammed and, 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 and uh, is a copy of uh, Judaism and Christianity. So By the way, that's the best stand-up I've ever heard in my life. Okay, uh, can I use that material? Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you, you so much. So ham and shim. Ham and kush. Ham and kush. Is that like a weed you smoke, or is that just like a what you do on the weekend? Yeah, and God cursed them forever. And God cursed the kush, which was like cursed Delta 9. The Negroes. Killer. The Negroes. Oh, they must the serve their brother. Always. Oh, so, dude. Will you do me a favor? Will you write all my jokes from now on? <laughs> so, so the brothers have to grow How to much the you Jews. Pay me? You're not you are the now. best joke writer I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I need this kind of talent on my team. Will you do me a favor? Will you stay on the line after the show so I can get yeah. your number so I can make sure yeah. I get this down pat? It was the ham of Kush. Okay, great. The ham and kush. I said ham and kush, not the ham and kush. I'm sorry, the ham and kush. That's why I want you to stick around to, like, set me straight. You know what I mean? God, Jesus Christ. The ham and kush. No, that was that. Yeah, no, it was like, I guess, a hybrid from uh, original gangsta. Uh, Snoop's Kush, right? The original king the Kush. The marshmallow farm from the blueberry vape. Okay, I got it. <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen. This has been a pleasure. Blackbird 9, Michael Sledge, William Rapillum. All right. Everyone have a great weekend. Thanks for the show. Tip your bartenders. Please tip your bartenders. Support RBN, folks. This is the time to do it, okay? Call in your donation, 800-724-2719, extension 3. And we will speak again soon. Transcend the construct. Regards. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shiloji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilojit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.